Technically Speaking, Season 1, Episode 1. Welcome to the Technically Speaking Podcast, where ministry and technology meet. I am your host, Jack Dodgen, joined by nobody. Uh, this is a, a solo venture into the podcast world, uh, not something that I have done before. I, I've, I'm a host of two other podcasts, but in each of those, I have somebody there with me to kind of keep me in check, uh, to rein me in to cover up any mistakes that I may make, and now here I am opening myself up to, opening myself, there it is, uh, opening myself up to all of those kinds of things, but I feel like it's for a good cause. It was, uh, I think, a, two months ago that I posted on my Facebook page, who would be interested in a social media podcast, or a, a podcast dealing with ministry and technology, and I got quite a bit of positive feedback on that, uh, comments and, and likes and all that, uh, that said, yeah, that'd be great. Uh, I, I used to listen to some that aren't around anymore, uh, and I would love to have just something dealing with those things, uh, whether it be from me or not. Uh, and so I think a week later after that, I went and got a logo. I went and bought the song that you just heard here. And I posted on my page, I think it was about a week later, coming soon, or, or just soon. And it had the logo, technically speaking, uh, where, where technology and ministry meet. And here it was, this is coming soon. F- fast forward two months later, and here is the first episode. Now... That's not really that soon, uh, considering the fact that I have had the logo and the song for the last two months. I've had the space to upload this stuff for a long time. I've had the microphone for a long time. I- I've had everything that I've needed to record. Uh, I've got topics for the podcast that I would like to deal with in the future. I mean, I've got a lot of things written down. I kept telling myself for a long time that the reason why I hadn't recorded yet, because I did sit down to to try and record a few different times, I told myself the reason I hadn't recorded yet was because I was just too busy. I had other podcasts, I had other writing things to do online, I had a lot of local things going on here uh, with the the congregation where I work, and so I just didn't have the time uh, to sit and record. But the more I thought about the more I I realized uh, when I was honest with myself, the reason why I hadn't recorded anything soon, like I thought I would, is because I, I wasn't sure how this was going to be received. You know, it's, there seemed to be a lot of people who had some interest, interest enough for me to even start this. And I was sitting here going, okay, I have all these ideas, but what if the first one isn't very good? Uh, what if people listen to it and they decide, you know, I'm still interested in a social media podcast. I hope somebody else starts one. You know, what if this isn't what people were looking for, uh, when they told me, 
hey, that would be great if you could start something like that. So I had all these doubts running through my head, and, and that kept me off recording for a long time. And I finally, uh, it, I came to the end of this particular workday on a Tuesday when I'm recording this. Uh, I was getting ready to go home, and it kind of hit me a little bit that I just, I just need to do it. Just sit down and record the podcast and put it out there. And if people like it, they like it. If they don't, they don't. I just need to do it. And so here I am now sitting well after I normally would have gone home because I need to do this. And I realized, as I, as I thought these things to myself, I realized I had been giving myself excuses, the same exact excuses uh, that people tell me when they say, you know, I can't start a blog, I can't do a podcast that's, you know, that's not for me, or uh, it's just, it's something you can do, but it's not really something I can do. And that's true of some people. There are some people who the online world is not really their thing. But I think it's more people's things than than those people think. I don't know how well constructed that sentence was, but I knew exactly what I was trying to say uh, in my head there. But there are a lot of people who are who are more cut out for this social media stuff than they think, uh, especially those who are ministers or teachers, uh, whoever that may be. And so what I wanted to do today was, in addressing my own excuses, talk about uh, a few excuses that people give for not starting things like blogs or whatever, uh, and deal with those excuses as well as give some reasons why you ought to go and and get yourself involved uh, in this world of of technology and uh, ministry. And uh, that'll be what we do today, hopefully in a short amount of time. You know, these other podcasts I do, I we've recently been trying to to trend towards smaller or shorter episodes. And this is actually the second take I've given of, of this particular podcast today. It's because the first one started going so long. I've realized that I am now the problem. Uh, it's just been a day of realizations for me, I suppose. But I'm going to quickly, uh, as quickly as I can, go through these three excuses that I've, that I've heard uh, and then cover some reasons for why uh, before we come to a close on, on this inaugural episode of the Technically Speaking podcast. The first excuse is this. I don't need or I, I don't need to start a blog or a podcast or whatever because the things that I can think of saying have already been said before. Or the things that I want to do have already been done before. And so if I do it, it's just redundant or uh, you know, th- this excuse is right along the same vein. Why should I do it when there are people out there more qualified? to do this thing. I actually gave that excuse, really, to that second part I gave to myself on the social media thing. There are people who, uh, in the midst of me planning to start this podcast, who said, yeah, you know, I'd love to be on the show, or I saw some pictures of people talking about social media at a prominent kind of lectureship, and I thought, you know, they would be so much better uh, at this than I would. And that's when I came to that realization, it, but it doesn't matter uh, because they're not doing it uh, or they may be doing it, but you haven't seen those things, whatever it is, but you can. And so why not? Uh, and that's 
that's the same answer I was given to somebody else in regards to an article I wrote last year. I, I wrote about the whole transgender thing going on with uh, Bruce Jenner, the whole Caitlyn Jenner thing, uh, when that was on front of all the magazines and all that kind of stuff. I was waiting to see some fellow writers online, uh, ministers and things, talk about transgenderism uh, and talk about what all that is, what all is involved there, uh, what repentance looks like, what the issue is with all of that, and I saw nothing. And so I took it upon myself one day to just sit down and write, and I ended up writing two articles on the subject. Uh, but I, I sat down and wrote about it, and the whole time I was going, and even in my first draft, uh, I wrote, there are people more qualified to talk about this. I said, there, there's very little I know about the subject. I don't have family members dealing with this, but it's such a big thing, uh, and I think the Bible deals with it, and I think it needs to be talked about, and so I'm going to. Well, I wrote that in the first article, and I was told, you know, you don't need to say that. Just be confident. Just write this stuff down and go for it. Uh, I, got a, I got a lot of good responses from that. Uh, in fact, there were two or three different people uh, that messaged me that were uh, considering... Uh, changing their gender or who already had that uh, wish they hadn't and weren't sure what to do, uh, which is what prompted me to write the second article. Uh, that never would have happened had I not written the article. And the whole time I was thinking, you know, somebody else would be better to write this. Uh, somebody somebody could cover this better than I could or to the first part of the excuse uh, in regards to Subjects like baptism, which I've written about, repentance, which I've written about, uh, the church, which I've written about. Every time I sit down to write one of those things, I go, people have talked about this, so why am I wasting my time on it? Uh, and that's when I, I had a friend tell me, uh, it doesn't matter if they've written it before, because they don't have the same perspective as you. You know, you have a different perspective, you have different experiences, you have a different way of seeing things or explaining those things. The way I say something might connect with somebody better than the way this guy says something or this girl writes something. And that's never how I thought about my stuff. You know, I always thought about it as why write about baptism when there's already, you know, 20 articles a year on the subject of baptism from other Church of Christ uh, preachers and teachers. But the fact of the matter is, I may say it in a different way or approach it from a different way. And I, I try to approach things from an, a unique angle as much as I can. Uh but, but I may say something that, la that lends to planting the seed better in somebody else uh, than, than the guy who wrote it over here, or this person who wrote it over there. And so when you have this excuse, uh, it's been done before, or why would anybody want to read uh, you know, my perspective on those things? And these are almost, I think, probably two different excuses here. Uh, but why would anybody want to look at those things? You have to tell yourself and remind yourself, you have a different perspective. Uh, you have a different group of people that listen to you. Uh, you have access to uh, maybe a group of, uh, of listeners that I do not have access to, that I will never reach, but that you could reach immediately, uh, that care what you have to say and not so much what I have to say. Uh, and when you sit down to write or speak, whatever it is, you got to keep that in your head and realize uh, that even though it's been done before, uh, the way you say it, or even just you presenting it. Maybe you've heard about baptism a million times, but there are people around you who've never heard about any compelling arguments for baptism. 
and you saying it could make all the difference. It could be the first time they've ever heard it. Um, you need to keep that in mind whenever you write, and don't let the fear of, or, or don't let this idea of other people have done it, so I shouldn't, keep you from doing what you need to do. Uh, one of the things uh, to remember with this, and then we'll move on to the next excuse, if a story needs to be told, it doesn't matter how many times it's been told, it still needs to be told, and so why not tell it? It doesn't matter how many times somebody has talked about the gospel. People in our world still need to hear that message. You wouldn't say, you know, the gospel's been talked about for thousands of years, and so I'm, I'm just going to leave it. No, you're going to look at it and go, it's still the good news. It's still what people need to hear, what people need to, to fix them, and so I'm going to present it. Are there going to be people who present it better than you? Sure. Are there going to be people who present it uh, in a way that maybe has bigger of an impact? Sure. Uh, but who you present it to and the fact that you're presenting it at all uh, puts it out there more, reaches an audience that maybe none of nobody else would be able to reach. So the excuse of it's been done before or it's been said before, throw that one out of there. If it needs to be told, tell it. It doesn't matter how many times it's been said before. The next one is this. Uh, blogging or whatever it is takes too much time. I just don't have the time to do it all. Uh, I don't have the time to do a lot of it either. Uh, I have this big problem where I have trouble saying no to things. Uh, it's not that I can't say no. I do say no frequently to various things. But if I think it's a good idea, I almost always say yes. Uh, if I think it's something that, oh man, that would be great, you know, that needs to be done, I'm almost always a yes uh, in whatever way I can be, e- even to my detriment. And I've I've felt that way uh, several times where where I've looked back and looked at my schedule and gone, why did I add another thing uh, to my list of uh, to dos? You know, I, I wish I hadn't done that. Uh, and once it's all said and done, I'm glad that I did it, but. I've realized uh, that I'm very good about overextending myself into things. The fact of the matter is, blogging and podcasting can take a serious amount of time, but it can also, if you know what you're doing, uh, not take up very much time at all. Here's what I mean by this. Uh, Those of you who teach or preach, uh, and I mean, if if you study your Bible, this, this fits with you too, there are a lot of things uh, that a teacher will have prepared for a class that end up on the cutting room floor. They just don't have time. Uh, it's a it's a rabbit that would be good to chase, maybe beneficial, but it just doesn't really fit with the overall. It might detract from the main point of the sermon, and so it's something maybe you'll use later. Why not use that stuff, the, the cutting room floor stuff, the, the rabbit chase stuff, as an article? Why not convert it over into something written and throw it online? Uh, why not take those things and, it, you know, if you're not comfortable writing, maybe you prefer speaking. Why not preach that little rabbit chase that you wanted to go on in the sermon that you couldn't get because it would have detracted from the overall thing? Uh, why not just record that later, put it up online for your congregation to use as a study tool throughout the week? I mean, that's that's where a lot of this is coming from here uh, with, with the time thing. People who, who haven't written a lot feel like, okay, I have to write something brand new every single week. Well, 
sometimes it's simply as easy, and this idea is not original with me. It was told to me, and it's something I haven't let go of. Uh, Sometimes it's something as simple as take something you've already done all the work on, that cutting room floor Bible class stuff, and just convert it over. Uh, turn it into a blog article, you know, and now you've you've taken a, a very little amount of time uh, to put this article or whatever it is online. It's going to be very beneficial. You've already done all the work for it. Uh, you're capitalizing on the fact that you just preached on this sermon, this subject on Sunday, and now it's Monday or Tuesday, and you're adding to that discussion with the stuff that couldn't make it in the original sermon or class, uh, and continuing the study with your congregation throughout the week. Uh, it's something that doesn't take a lot of time and can have a tremendous impact on those students uh, there at your congregation. So when it comes to not having uh, enough time to do these things, yes, it can take up a lot of your time unless you know ways to work around that. Uh, that's one of the biggest things, and, and we'll talk more about blogging and stuff as this goes along. Uh, as these uh, these podcasts continue to roll out. Because uh, once this first one's done here and I've just done it, it'll become significantly easier for me to fire them off uh, here. But I've got a lot of stuff written down about blogging. Uh, but once, uh, we'll, we'll talk more about those things, but that's the biggest thing I can offer now is you do have the time. Uh, and quite frankly, you have the time for the things that you make time for. Uh, you may not have an hour or two to sit down and try to write. Maybe you're not a writer. Maybe you you speak or whatever it is. You can still, from your, I mean, it could even be something as simple as taking your sermon and your three or four points or however many and just condensing that down into a short 10-minute recording and using that as an encouragement for your, your church throughout the week. Uh, it could be something as simple as that. Uh there are ways to work around taking a lot of time to do this stuff that can still be very enriching and very encouraging uh, to your congregation, to those that you're, you're friends with, to those that you share this thing with. All right, here's the, the third excuse, and we'll move on to some reasons uh, for why you should do this. No one cares about what I have to say. We did address this at the very beginning. Um, you have a different perspective, uh, which we, we dealt with in the first excuse. Uh, but I also want to add here, you have access to people that I may never have access to. You know, we preach this all the time. You have a circle of influence, people that you see every day. I mean, the the congregation here, they have jobs, they go out and work, they meet people, people that I may never meet uh, because I'm I, the guy I work with is also a minister. You know, I don't have a person to evangelize in my office. Uh, sometimes people come in and we see them here, and of course I go out uh, and meet people there, but I I can't meet everybody, even in the small town I live in. I just can't meet or know everybody that you know. Uh, and so we encourage people, plant that seed. You have, you have friendships with people that we don't, uh, and so build that relationship. The same is true of the online world. Uh, you go and look at your Facebook friends, your your Twitter followers. You have people that follow you, that are friends with you, that may never, ever see anything that I ever put out. Now, I, I may be able to reach a lot of people I've never met before. I have seen, uh, even when I first started blogging several years ago, that I was reaching people in different countries that I've never met and probably will never meet. Uh, 
And had I not started writing those things, maybe they never would have gotten reached to. You know, I don't know. And that's kind of where I want to take this last excuse here is, you know, no one cares about what I have to say. There are things, uh, and, and you've experienced this, there are things that your husband or wife will say to you that if I said it to you, it'd be extremely inappropriate. Uh, you wouldn't care about what I had to say because I have, I don't have much of a relationship with you. Uh, but if your husband or wife says it, it's different. You know, if your kid says uh, something to you, it's a lot different than, you know, a stranger or somebody else saying it. The same is true of friends. You know, if my best friend says to me that I need to change, uh, that I need to change my lifestyle, that I really need to work on what I'm doing, that's going to have some impact with me. But if a total stranger comes up to me uh, and says, you know, you need to change who you are, that doesn't affect me in any way. You know, they don't know who I am. They don't know what my life is like. They know nothing about me. They're just a stranger. And so I write them off. Well, the same thing is true with a lot of the people that you know. I am just, you know, you could share, I could do a podcast on baptism. You could share that with people and say, listen to this guy. He knows what he's talking about on baptism. A lot of the people that you're friends with might listen to it. Most of them probably will not. Uh, Those that do, if they don't agree with what I'm saying, they'll probably go, I don't really care about what this guy has to say. I mean, he's clearly wrong on this and on this thing. And, you know, my, my preacher disagrees with what he has to say. And so I'm just going with that. But if you say it as their friend, say, you know, I've been studying the Bible and I've seen this about, uh, you know, the subject of baptism. That's different because you have a connection with them. And so it's not true to say nobody cares about what I have to say. People care. Uh, not everybody cares. And may, and not even most people, and that's with anybody. Uh, most people don't care about what you have to say, but there are people that care about what you have to say that don't care about what I have to say. And those are people that I won't be able to reach with the gospel or whatever it is that I choose to do uh, online that you could reach if you would do those things. And so when you sit back, and, and this is what we do, we whenever starting something new, uh, or maybe even starting something that we, we think we should do but don't know that we really want to do, we look for excuses. Uh, and these are some of the common ones. It's been done before. It's been said before. Uh, it takes too much of my time, and nobody cares about what I have to say. Hopefully, I've given you some reasons to dismiss those excuses and just do it. Uh, but I want to give you some positive things, uh, some positive reasons here why you should be involved uh, in in online work to some capacity, even if it's just something like posting encouraging thoughts on your Facebook page every day. Uh, This is from something like that to something like what I'm doing here with podcasts or even videos uh, that some people post. Regardless of of whatever it is you choose to do kind of on that that, uh, scale, that spectrum there, the reason you should do those things are because, one, uh, it could make a difference in the lives of the people that you're around. Uh, there are people, if you, and I guarantee you this, if you go and started posting every day for uh, f- four weeks, something positive on Facebook, and I believe this was an assignment I had in school, had to post a, a positive thing on Facebook every single day. As that went on, the number of likes, the number of comments, uh, and even messages I received about posting those, those positive things increased day to day. 
more and more people thanked me for writing those things. More and more people were happy that I did that. Uh, they felt encouraged. They felt uplifted by those things. Uh, and it was making a difference even when I didn't see that it was making a difference. Same is true of, of you doing things online. Second is this. There are uh, several billion people, and I'll have better statistics as I uh, as we do future podcast episodes, uh, perhaps even the next one here. Billions of people online right now that that have access to the internet, that have accounts that are on Facebook, that are on Twitter, that are uh, on every other end of the uh, the world, and they are. Uh, there's more and more technology being built into our internet browsers that will translate pages for you. There, there are occasionally, um, and I've tried this before, being on like a Japanese website or a Chinese website, and I will be asked, do you want this to translate for you? It doesn't do it perfectly, but boom, it's in English, and now I can read it. Uh, there are people, numbers of people that you can reach that you would not be able to reach otherwise if not for the internet. Even when I started my, my first blog, and I think I was, there's like a 100 people a month reading it. I went and looked at the statistics, the basic statistics, and I saw that most of the people were from the U.S. But I had some readers in Iraq. I had some readers in Brazil. Uh, there were some readers in Ghana uh, and uh, a few other places. Uh, Russia, I believe there was a few. And it was really interesting. You know, there were, there was, Every month, at least two people out of uh, Iraq reading my articles. I didn't know who those people were. I don't know if it was the same two people every time. Uh, but to have two people uh, that every month were you know, from this country, I, I would assume that it's the same people. But those are people that I would never be able to reach otherwise. You know, I'm not, I'm not meeting people from Brazil in Manford, Oklahoma. Uh, but I was able to reach them from where I was because of the internet. Uh, with all of this access we have to others and all the people who are online who you can reach, that is a great reason just to start doing stuff uh, on the internet because it could reach people that you don't even know. Uh, and while it, it may not completely change their lives immediately, it could be the little seed that they need planted for somebody else to come along and water. Here's the third thing. When in a culture full of divisiveness, uh, full of anger, full of tearing people down, full of uh, hating on people that we disagree with, the world needs more joy and compassion and encouragement. And Christians should be the the leaders and the beacons of those things. I mean, people should should when they leave a Christian's presence feel uplifted and encouraged uh, and happy uh, about being around them. Uh, not because uh, not because of, you know, the, this guy's funny or this guy's whoever, but because they're Christian people uh, and Christian people act that way. Well, you can, you can project those things online. You know, you can be encouraging with little posts throughout the day. Uh, you can be positive online and make a, a huge impact in other people's lives. Uh, for a long time, when I was doing those positive posts every day, I was referred to by a lot of people uh, as, oh, Jack, he's a big time optimist. Uh, I don't know how true that is, uh, but people perceived me that way. At the very least, they, they knew that I was a happy guy. Uh, they knew that I 
I had a lot of things that I loved, and they felt encouraged to read the things that I posted online, if nothing else. And so you could be, you know, when we talk about all the discouraging things, all the horrible things that are happening in the world, all of the divisiveness, one of the simple fixes that we can give to that, or at least show the world that that's not who we are, that we're not the divisive people, is to be encouraging uh, with little posts or with big posts or with whatever it is. We can be encouraging. We can be joyful. We can uh, we can ask people about, uh, you know, what can I pray about for you today? What can I do for you uh, this week? Uh, is there anybody who needs uh, to be talked talk to about some stuff they have going on in their life? Even something as small as asking that question online uh, can have a tremendous impact in the culture that we're living in. Uh, that is that is feeding off negativity. Uh, that little bit of positivity can make all the difference. There are a lot of excuses for not doing stuff online, but at the end of the day, we need to put those excuses aside, realize the incredible potential we have at our fingertips, and just do it. Uh, just get out there and start doing those things online that we have the ability to do uh, and start trying to reach people with the gospel uh, and be encouraging and be uplifting and be a presence of joy into their lives. This is the Technically Speaking podcast. This is the close of episode one. Uh, I am, as it turns out, in my other podcast, the long-winded guy, uh, and that has... uh, that has shown here uh, by the length of this episode. I will probably try to shorten them in the future, uh, but if you've made it this far, congratulations. Uh, I, I appreciate it. I would love to hear your thoughts on the podcast, what you think could be better, uh, what you would like me to talk about in regards to technology. You can reach me at my email, jack at strongchurch.org. Speaking of Strong Church, you can check out uh, various other the various other podcasts I'm a part of and the things that I write from week to week on starttofinish.org. Under the blog section, there'll be Strong Church as well as Overcome Online, uh, a section dedicated to helping those out of uh, pornography addiction. Uh, I'm involved in both of those things and just putting up stuff on there constantly. Uh, we're also on Facebook, and that's where this will go. Um, technically speaking, will be a part of what Strong Church puts out. So you'll find me there. I'll try to make this uh, every other week uh, with this podcast as well. And I've got all kinds of subjects that I'm excited to bring to you. This has been Technically Speaking. We'll see you next time.